Welcome to Granite State of Mind. I'm your host, Rob Azevedo. You're listening to 95.3 FM WMNH. This is Granite State of Mind with the man, Pauly Stone himself. Good evening. Happy Friday. All our fellow Manchester people. Happy Friday, everybody here. Live in studio. And as we do for years and years and years, Granite State of Mind music series is going on and on. On and on. We thought we were in a pickle tonight. Yeah, a little bit. Yep, we thought we were in a pickle tonight, but uh, we are not. We had Jackie Crow coming in tonight. Jackie Crow's a up-and-comer, singer-songwriter, would you say, from the Concord area? Yeah, she's fantastic. She's a good friend of mine and uh, genuinely uh, uh, an inspirational person, an inspirational story, and a, uh, an amazing musician. No kidding, I, huh? Yeah, I like, actually, I'll tell you, I, I if I get gigs, sometimes I'll split it with her because really? I really respect her music like that. She's nice. fantastic. Nice. I look. Really. For, I was looking forward to meeting her because I seen her on Facebook. She had reached out to me. I knew you were friends. You actually recommended her. Um, and but you know what? Your boy gets a fever. You stay home. There's no, it, n- no talk about it. Tis the season, right? Tis the uh, season. When you got kids in elementary school that uh, they catch a cold faster than they can uh, catch anything else. So there's that. And uh, you got to be mom when you got to be mom. Well, that's and this is life in rock and roll radio. Rock and roll. Because that's radio. what we do down here on yep. Granite State of Mind. Yeah. So we were going to do what we do. We th- we're going to do an audible. We were going to do all kinds of just do a takeover and. Uh, we were going to have our buddy John Duris come in, and you're here. We're just going to spin some tunes. But then we're somewhere between Hooks Hit and Manchester, and the one and only, a friend of mine that I really, the minute she walked in this show, I want to say about a year and a half ago, maybe something like that, but maybe about a year and a half ago, there's something about her, gave off a great energy. Uh, I had met her as I was walking back from the bathroom one time, and she said, I'm a singer. I said, okay. I want to come on the show. Okay, you're coming on. End of story. I'm not saying no to you. And then she came on just wonderful. Her name's Fatma Salem. She is here tonight. She's been a friend of the show. So you know what, Fatma? What a fill-in, and uh, we're blessed to have you. So let's dig right in tonight. Right here, everybody, local girl, Fatma Granite State of Mind. Take it away. All right. Saw you once and I fell in love and didn't want to let you go. Fooled around for a couple of weeks and you said you had to go. I guess it was for breaking my heart and Life and fear, you better 
How many times did I fake a woo-hoo? How many times did I take who wasn't mine? Oh, I'm neither perfect nor divine. Woo-hoo. Salem here, Granite State of Mind, 95.3 FM, live in studio. Man, you just came in and you knocked us out. That is different from what you were singing before. The last time I was sitting over the hop knot, which we like to do before we come over here for our Friday night uh, cocktail. And my buddy John is over there, and, he, and I was telling him about you. I said, we got a, a great Fatma Salem's coming in. What kind of music she sing? And I, in my head, I said sort of like... I don't know. What I remembered was world music-ish. I have somebody, I have a very specific artist in my head that you are completely reminding me of. But I'm interested to see who your inspiration is as a musician. And I'm sure that's wide, but like... It's a cluster. Uh, Absolutely. I I think I'm blessed with the ability to write a big, wide variety of things. I can write a rap song. I can write uh, a rock song, a Mm -hmm. pop song, whatever it is. It depends on the inspiration, the day, the vibe, how I'm feeling, who it, who broke my heart recently. Mm-hmm. Does that vibe come in, come in clusters, meaning like, um, will you be, say, say you're writing a hip-hop, maybe you're in a hip-hop mood, will that last like two months, month and a half, or is it just like an uh, within hours, you could be just, uh, you know, find yourself writing a hip-hop song? That's such an interesting question. I think it just comes and goes. Mm-hmm. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not a matter of, um, period of time or seasons it's more of a just whatever's happening in the moment and you know I go sometimes I go months without having inspiration for it to write a song because I have a very busy life I have mm-hmm. multiple jobs and things like that and I have other hobbies too so I have a pretty pretty busy life but when the inspiration hits it just hits and I, I could sit down and write a song in a half hour do you do you ever waste that um, when it hits moment and or, or do you seize upon it no matter what you're doing, where you can feel it. Like, Paulie, you're, you're a musician. So when you feel, like, we're all artists in a way, do you, when that itch comes, are you like, I got to go? Yeah. I got to get it done? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I sit down, I grab my guitar, and I... Sometimes it does derail a train because yeah. you'll oh, yeah. be oh, present yeah. in a moment, and then, oh, wait, wait, no. Uh, excuse me. And mm-hmm. you do what you got to do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can't. I can't even count the times I had to jump out of the shower and just drip water all over right. the floor trying to grab my phone to record because I have something. Because you're so afraid. You're so afraid <laughs> you're going to lose it, man. I do that stuff. Like, yeah. if, you know, people, it's a thing, whether you're a writer or stuff like that, a writer, poet, musician, looking for lyrics and stuff, and they talk about writing it on, you know, cocktail napkins, which all sounds very romantic and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I write more more lines like quickly on my hands. It could be only three words, but that those three words are going to, propel me towards whatever image or line I was thinking about. 
Oh, absolutely. Fama Salem here, Granite State of Mind, 95.3 FM, WMNH Manchester, only downtown radio station. We are live in studio tonight. Granite State of Mind music stu- uh, series going on and on. Polly Stone is with me as always. Go, baby. Talk. Right on. Uh, I got to say, one, I keep a uh, journal in my truck, which is like song lyrics. Yeah. And, you know, if you were to try to read it as if it were a book... Oh my goodness! No yeah. sense you know, at all. My biggest fear is if I if I die and somebody gets a hold of my phone and sees all of the odd, right. stupidest ass audio recordings on my phone and wouldn't make sense of it all. Right? Oh, tell yeah, me yeah. about it. It's uh, like that with my hard drive. <laughs> right, and it's a weird moment, but it's a real moment because you got to save it somewhere, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I get that. But uh, my reason to backtrack for a second, my reason for asking your inspiration is because I hear a lot of Ani DeFranco in that. And I don't know if you're familiar with Ani DeFranco. I'm not. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know what? She, she's not She's she, not in her 40s or 50s. No. <laughs> uh, you're right. She's young. Right. Um, wow. Hi, have you ever heard of Jewel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Polly, I'm not fussing you, but it's yeah. like Jewel was big in our game. I had game, a crush but... on Jewel. Let's just own that. When she came out, I was like 17 and yeah. I fell in love instantly. Do you know who Jewel is? No, I also didn't grow up in the U.S., so I didn't have the same exposure as you guys. Fair enough. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Well, one, you should look at Jewel because she and is you should grow up in the U.S. I mean, no. <laughs> but uh, you should check out Ani DeFranco then. If if that is nothing that's even on your radar, and to come out with that song, I have to tell you, it's like she. It's very familiar to that wow. in, yeah. in a most beautiful way because she's she's always got something very important to say in a lot of her songs. And she does it so beautifully and elegantly, and yeah. it's kind of a thing. And, and what you were doing right there. So when I was saying, uh, everybody, we're here at Granite State of Mind 95.3 with Fatma Salem right here. She's a local singer, songwriter, recording artist. She's really, really good, as you just saw. But we, you were here a year and a, a year or so ago, and you, it was a different style of music. I really love the beat, the upbeat tempo and stuff like that of that song. Is that where you are these days? Is that where you're recording? Are you pressing that stuff? that a lot of questions? Um, no. Um, I enjoy performing. Mm-hmm. I'm a performer at heart. So mm-hmm. I like having upbeat music. I lo- like my, my ideal show is I don't have a guitar or anything. I just have a mic and I'm dancing on stage. Mm-hmm. So I l- love upbeat music. But um, I went through a lot in life and I processed a lot of that trauma and heartache and pain through my music, which is um, why some of my music is very slow and mellow and all of that. But I'm definitely in a very happy, healthy phase of my life right now. So a lot of my music is upbeat. And I think my music is definitely a reflection of my journey and where I'm at mentally. I want to ask you, you know, there's, there's many, a lot of questions I could ask whether we want to delve on, you know, where, you, where you're from, where you grew up. It's a, it's a heavy thing. I'm, I'm very sure. You know, and it's not like you didn't come from Londonderry or Bedford <laughs> or Melrose, Massachusetts. I get it. You know what I mean? But... Um, with where you are now in, in your writing, and I want to ask you about this after you finish your second song, because the profession that you're in, you are in everybody's head, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, you're in everybody's <laughs> head. That's and, scary. And, 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 and we will talk about that after. But I want to ask about when you're in everybody's head and you almost know at least the answers to everybody else's problems. You know what I mean? How close are you to answering the own your own problems? Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And but you have such a pool of scenarios, experiences that you can feed off. I imagine in yourself and what you listen to every day uh, in your profession. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think becoming being a counselor, becoming a counselor, mental is health, a, counselor. mental health counselor. Yeah. yeah, 
as a, as a journey of self-exploration because a lot of the time they say to us in grad school, you know, you have to work through your trauma to be able to sit with people's trauma. But at the same time, there's this process that happens like a parallel process where you're sitting with someone and they're mirroring your shit right back to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so I, I have to work on this. So it's an ongoing process. If I'm sitting with people, I'm helping them with their process. But at the same time, they're helping me without right. even knowing it because they're calling me out on my bullshit. Do you think subconsciously you're asking questions to answer questions about yourself sometimes? Some, like, not obviously all the time in your work, but uh, I think a lot of times, like, e- why I'm, like, being behind this mic, questions I ask. You know, nobody, a- nobody asks me questions, which I love, <laughs> right? But Which I love, you know what I mean? But I ask the questions, and I think there's a portion, a percentage of the questions that I ask, I'm trying to get answers to my own life. Do you like, but I'm doing it in a roundabout way. It's possible, but for, for me, it's, I think, the opposite. It's I'm pulling from my own knowledge and experiences to guide people with the questions that I ask. Mm-hmm. So it's more of, instead of having question, my questions being answered, more of pulling from myself to help, to help them answer their questions, if that makes sense. It does. It does. Everybody, we're on Granite State of Mind here, 95.3. We have lapsed into, um, um, I don't know, it's a, it's all interesting here, man. Uh, my mind is blown right now. You have no idea as I'm going through my own journey. So it's kind of uh, serendipitous to be all tied together with some mental health things and some music and the creative outlet and everything because I really do think it's so intertwined yeah. in, a, in a weird kind of way. And... Uh, yeah, my mind's a little nice. bit blown. I love it. We got we have Fatma Salem here, and she's many many things. She's a musician. She, she might answer a lot of questions with us. We, we're going to eat up an hour really really quick. I'm going to tell you because we're both uh, we're both head cases, right? Oh, oh yeah, we're total I'm head so cases. So crazy. Yeah. I own that. Yeah, I yeah, have yeah. my issues. But hardcore. we're here. We're here to focus on a little bit of the music. That's what we do here at Granite State of Mind every single week, right here. Fatma Salem. We're going to play next. My love. All right. Um. So this one is a little on the mellow side. Okay. Um, it's called Red. Okay, right here. Granite State of Mind. Fought myself. We were made for each other. I'm the meat and you're the blame. Like a child needs a mother.
Right here. Absolutely. Ah, that was beautiful. Granite State of Mind, everybody, 95.3 FM, WMNH, Manchester only downtown radio station. We are live in studio with Fatma Salem, Polly Stone. My boy is right yep. here. Yeah, yeah. What a treat, man, huh? Absolute treat. Fantastic. Super fantastic. So are these new songs? Are these songs that um you're you're writing or are these things you've pined over for a while, or they just kind of came up um, you know. Um, I've had these songs for a couple for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And does it feel good to get them out? Have they um, come to fruition the way that you've uh, envisioned them or heard yeah. them in oh, your definitely. head? Yeah, definitely. I believe so. That's fantastic. Yeah. Is that what? What do you think your best quality is as a musician first, and then what's what do you need to work on most as a musician? That's a very good question. It's a tough one, I know. Mm, it's like, a tough one. It's yeah. a tough one. I, I, think, I think I like being well-rounded. I like being the, being able to sing and be a songwriter at the same time. I don't think a lot of people have this, the two skill sets happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. I like, I enjoy my ability to write songs. My dad was a poet. My mom was a singer. So I took the best of both worlds, basically. No put them kidding. Together. No kidding. Have yeah. you ever turned any of your dad's writings into song? Mm. I did. I did uh, a long time ago. He passed 
uh, about 12 years ago. So, um, and he, he wrote a lot in, in Tunisian. Um, Explain which, that in Tunisian. 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 Uh, yeah. So it's, it's kind of like an Arabic dialect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, like a, a mixture of a lot of the different cultures that went through Tunisia, which was a, a pretty, um, uh, what's it called? Um, pretty sought after spot in the Mediterranean Sea because it's kind of like the center and in the middle of a lot of things. It's a good port to get things in and out of. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So back in the day, it was very sought after. So a lot of cultures went through it. So the language is reflective of that. And Almost like a slang yeah, dialect yeah. of the area. Yeah, absolutely. Was your dad a modern poet? Would you say, would describe him as a modern poet, a traditionalist? <clears throat> he had his own style for he, sure. He did. He used a lot of slang in his writing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. So the um, love to read some. Oh, oh my goodness! I uh, I'd have to ask my mom see if she still has any. Um, and from the sounds of it, you might have to translate because that's not oh, yeah. a language I yeah, could read. I don't even know if I'd understand half of it. Because oh, it was, I'd be all right with it. It was a lot. He lived a different, much different life than myself. And had right I'll dialect. peel right through that stuff. No problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Granted, state of mind, everybody. 95.3 FM. We're talking to Fatma Salem. She's a local artist, musician uh, who I have met before. The last time I saw her, it was, I don't know, maybe wasn't... Uh, it was last winter. It was at the Shashkeen, and we did uh, a celebration, basically, of our winter female discoveries. We yeah. Last winter, we made sure that we booked over and over uh, females that we hadn't seen before. Fatma Breenbell and uh, Rachel Berlin yeah. um, got the show down at the Shashkeen, and blown away, man. Blown, blown away. away. That was a really, really... I like that. Were you ha- if you remember that night, did you like how that oh went? It was excellent. Oh, Incredible. good. It was a lot of fun. Maybe okay. we should do it again then. Yeah, yeah we got to do some more more stuff like that. It was great. Well, we were locked up there in Pembroke for the past 12 we've been, weeks. But we've been busy. We're unleashed. So, Fama Salem, you're, you're not only a singer-songwriter and a mental health therapist, but you were talking about earlier comedy, like well-rounded artists, <laughs> right? You're a well... You like to have your hands in Radio everything, friendly. right? Radio-friendly. Radio-friendly. So, no... <laughs> Right, but like, um, I'm not asking her to do a five minute skit right here. But like, tell me about this. Now you got an itch to get into comedy. Yeah, it's been it's been itching for a while. It's something that I like. I mean, I like diverting expectations. And I think when you meet me and people, it's my experience at least that when people meet me, they take me too seriously. Yeah, because you look serious. Like, I, do. Like, yes. I do. I can't help it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Like, and then when I see these cracks of you, like, like, like you're a serious looking person, right? Absolutely. And, and, but then when I see these cracks, like, you know, blaze in you where I, I pick up on your humor, I pick up on your I don't know. Maybe you could even say sensuality, not uh, in in that in a overly explicit sense, but I pick up on that, and which I didn't see, or in your lyrics, like so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I like to um, call that the aura. Yeah, the aura. Yeah. So so, exactly. People just tend to take me seriously. People who don't know me very well tend to take me very seriously. A little scared shitless by it. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much yeah, yeah pretty much i'm a very approachable person though right and um you know they learn i have a phd and i'm a therapist and all of that so a lot of people can can be taken aback by it so I, I i like to do something else outside of that and really share my authentic self because i'm anything but serious outside of work if you know people who know me very well know that 
if I'm not on the clock, I am not serious whatsoever about anything. That's fantastic. That's, that's it. I, you know, yeah, I like that. You very, know, very interesting. Yeah, uh, that's why we all have a. Yeah, it's it's kind of step out on stage. It's it's got to be different. Uh, yeah, you're different. You're different size of your personality come out on stage. I mean, like I, I've said it. Different times, I've said right? it many times. Like before, I met Paul. There would be times where I'd be like, it'd be a Friday night, it'd be five o'clock, and I would not be in the mood to come down here and do a show. I just what you know wasn't. I was sick of talking. I was sick of talking to people. That's why I do five. You know, five days a week. Um, but the minute that thing goes on. Everything else, it just strips all that. Do you know what I mean, Fama? It's like it, it goes away, and then that's all I want. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Granite State that's of Mind here. We're high above uh, Margaritas, Elm Street, 1045 right now. Not for much longer. Not for much longer. We got a half an hour left. We're going to play some tunes well, tonight. I meant we're, we're excusing ourselves from this location soon. Right. We're going to head down to Canal Street. Canal Street. I don't know. Whenever the boys tell us, Rob. It's above our Robbie grade. and Paul go down to uh, Canal Street. I'll help out with the move, whatever. But the next time, Fatma, that I see you here performing, I'll bet you uh, we're going to be down on Canal Street at the old bus station we took over, WMNH. Okay. So that's where our new studio is going to be. So um, And there's like a bat signal that goes up. It just says 95.3 FM. Yeah, so look yeah, for so it in the sky just on looking for Friday night, sky. 6 to right. 7. So what kind of comedy are you writing? a very good question i like to that's three by the way you've said i have three good questions <laughs> yes you have all the good questions um so going back to the uh, how people don't take me very seriously i like to put my persona my real my real unfiltered persona uh -huh. there so the comedy that i write is mostly just me basically uh crapping on starting with myself and then everybody else ah. and just being free with uh, commenting on world issues and what's going on with the politics. Do you ever go down the road of the mental health and some of the fun antics that I'm sure you hear, you know, with a bit of fiction put in, because obviously you got to keep private things private and I respect that, but mm -hmm. there's got to be some good moments that come out of some of it. Yeah, you know, I... I thought about that a little bit, and I think I I care too much about my relationship with my clients that I don't want I don't want to infringe on it in any way possible. So sometimes I think about a joke, and I'm thinking, oh, that may be perceived by right. someone as possibly wow. related to their yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I pick on myself all the time about some of the dumb things I do because of my mental health issues. I'm always this guy too. We talk about it. And he's like. Tells Paul, us, what about the light? The yeah. life, all oh, the light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. You know. What light? Yeah. Greatest Funny. state of mind. All right. Let's do this. Let's do real quick question. Are you playing out anywhere? Are you playing, um, or are you just pl pretty much playing at home? You got gigs anywhere that we could promote? Uh, I don't currently have any gigs okay. to promote, but I am looking for gigs. And uh, me and my friend Maddie, whom you met, I think, at the Shashkin Shash okay. Show. Uh huh. She is playing drums for me, and we put together a two-person band. We're doing covers um, so I can, you know, dance on stage and be myself. Okay. Can um, you ever do, does she ever do it maybe towards the uh, spring, you and her, bring her in towards the end of the season here in studio and, you know, practice, do your thing, and then come in here, do a stripped-down set of a duo together. How's that sound? Oh, absolutely. That sounds fantastic. We'll do, we'll do it, like, do sometime that. in, like, uh, March or April before we head back up uh, to... Uh, Pembroke City Limits. Uh, how's that sound? Oh, you sure. approve? 
Yeah. And yeah. we'll do it down at the brand new studio. Yeah. I just uh, I just put a new Instagram for us. So we don't we only have like 14 followers. So if you're listening yeah, and so you're interested. Tell it. To all, uh, how do you do that? It's called Urgent Care Band. Mm-hmm. Urgent Care. She is a uh, she's a physician, physician, physician assistant. Mm-hmm. I'm a therapist. So we we thought we call ourselves Urgent Care. Um that's, so that's perfect, actually. <laughs> in so many Instagram. ways. That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> Man, oh, wow. so many. Oh, I could have you here for two hours grilling you. Maybe you should do a, uh, some segment here on 95. And I'll sit on the couch yeah. for a little while. You should, do, you should do. There is no, like, like there should be, like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not stepping on toes, but, like, there would be a great. I would tune into a mental health segment, you know what I mean, on local radio on 95.3. An hour, not, you know, come up with a good thing, not just talking about, I don't know real insight into mental health uh have people on that'd be a great show but i anyways, actually just, actually thought about reaching out to you about it because i've well, been thinking about that you talk yeah that's, yeah. A, that's a good idea or at least a podcast or something along that time but here some something local we can but, have uh, people calling in with questions yeah, yeah anonymously calling in you mm-hmm. know I'm a hypersexual maniac. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I, I don't even know if I could handle that. I wasn't or not. talking about you. No, I know you're not talking, talking about, about me. You. All right, let's close it out. Five months. Now you know what, what your problems are. Jeez, Paul, you gave it all away. What, you want to know all my problems? We don't have enough time. Listen, we only got 30 I minutes hear left them. in the I am show. off the clock. I'm not taking any notes. <laughs> Good. That's, that's in the best I interest. Yeah. Ooh, I got the recorder on you. Granite State of Mind, Fama, thank you so much for bailing us out. Wonderful to see you. I love your new trick of music. Really, two catchy, catchy tunes. One real beautiful, mellow one. One very upbeat, kick butt first one. I would love to hear that recorded, put down with a band backing it. And I don't know what you got third, but I can't thank you enough. Let's always stay in contact. You texted me right away tonight, and I love that. Oh, thank you for having me. Follow Salem here, 95.3 FM, WMNH, Granite State of Mind with Pauly Stone, Rob Azevedo. I'm just we're just chilling over here. Do your thing. Yeah. Coming at you, 95 points. Never moved it from the other song. She's a ray sunshine never ever shies away. I hear her say, cowgirl, be careful where you choose to stay. She's feeling herself now She knows her worth and she won't stop She keeps their noise in the background Now it's time to take her shot Mm -hmm. Mm Her face 
of time She knew she would prevail one day Oh, she has faith in herself now Soon she'll get a be on top Eyes on the prize, she won't back down Now it's time for her mic drop right there Fama Salem check her out man um Instagram page one more time Fama Urgent Care Band Urgent Care Band now do you have any of that recorded I have a couple recorded all right uh, they're on YouTube yeah all right good 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 be nice to find that get, stuff again gotta get yeah. you in Fatma a 2.0 on YouTube Fatma 2.0 yeah all right perfect time to get in the studio though right oh absolutely oh man it's been a Absolutely. Everybody, that's a big treat right here. Thank you so much. We will get Jackie uh, Crow back in right now, but we just were, we lucked out, man. We're blessed. We're very blessed. Fatma Salem, come back anytime you want. Everybody, we'll be right back. You listen to 95.3 FM WMNH.
mesmerizing kiss that I can't resist. See, I'm the way you want me. Temptation exists. We send that out, of course. That's a request from the captain of this football team at WMNH 95.3 FM, Mr. Pete White. Enjoy that, Peter. I hope you're having a good night tonight. Everybody, I want to thank Fatma Salem for coming in. That was and fantastic. Re- oh, yeah. She's really, she's something else, man. Yeah. On many different levels. On uh, many different levels. Yep. What, what do you mean by that? Uh, well, just, she's a good 
good human and great energy and uh her creative side is is that you know it's just there it exists it's part of who they are and i understand that because a lot of my friends are like that and you know when their creative side is truly just a big part of what makes them who they are it makes a big difference and i think that then shines maybe you're not the best guitar player or the best singer because i know like i'm not or the best this or the best that but when you have that in innate you know just part of your soul that is creative and that's the way it comes out yeah always beautiful it's always fun it's always interesting to meet another yeah it was interesting john john i know uh my buddy uh is not going to say anything over there he's a lot like four pack when my other buddy four pack comes in doesn't unless you want to get on the mic we just had uh a woman named fatma salem in and her full-time job is mental health therapy so can you imagine how much material you have uh can you (laughs) let's see if johnny actually talks can you imagine how much material you have as a mental health therapist uh to write songs and such well, I, I mean, every musician that I've ever heard you speak to in the past usually drives from what they feel themselves, not necessarily talking about other people's emotions or yeah. experiencing. Usually it's from what they've gone through themselves. Right. So probably gives them perspective, but not necessarily, you know, drives their music or drives their lyrics or drives, you know, it's it, that driving force usually is from things that they've gone through internally versus hearing about what other people and helping other people get through their Would Would you problems. think, and, and Paul would be able to answer this as the one of the only true musician in the room, but once you're done writing about yourself, then the real test must come um, as a musician because when you got to step outside of your own life, you know what I mean? I mean, how many times can you write, write that you're heartbroken or that you're cranky? Or You've you know? never gotten tired of writing about yourself. This is true, man. <laughs> wow. Great, yeah. great, John, yeah. man. You, that, yeah. that, is, that is outstanding. That's, John, great, great point. I couldn't, I, I wouldn't know how to write any other yeah, way. You lost. Right. right. I, I, that's a it's, great point. I tried to sports write for a while, failed miserably. The only thing I know how to do is talk about myself. Yeah, right, I couldn't hold right. your interest. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Shut that guy's mic off. So true. And I'm so thankful <laughs> All right, thanks, John, for on my in. side of the fence. Uh, Way to no, humble me. Aside from that, you know what? That's, if I wrote from my <sighs> from that part of my life, it would be all depressing all the time. And that, it's not, not already? All the time. It is, but like it, you have to switch it up a little bit. You have to draw from inspiration from other places because if you just live in that moment, one year, one trick pony, just repeating yeah. the same sentiment over and over. So you do have to get creative like that. But the best songs truly come from when you're writing from within. Yeah. But yeah, you can that. still, like, as a songwriter, again, you're the one in the room that actually has done that. Even if everything in your life has been hell for a long time, you could still write about that girl you saw walking across a bridge with a pretty face and a sundress, and it's just you can still. I'm write king of the love that. song. King of the love song. Yeah. I can write you. I can write you a love song that'll make you melt. And I love. You. I can't write something funny to save my life. No, uh, huh? I can't do it. I cannot do it. And uh, you're a pretty funny guy. Right. You know, once in a while. Yeah. Funny Once looking. in a while. Once in a while. Granite State of Mountain here, 95.3 FM, live in studio tonight, high above Elm Street, for 1045. We are with Pauly Stone. John, my good buddy, Johnny Duras, who I don't think in the 11 years that I've uh, been on the air has ever got on a microphone, or have you? Perfect. Once or twice. Once, once or, or twice. twice. Once or twice. Honor here. He's one of the cool Duruses. Yeah. 
The other one, thankfully, isn't around. Yeah. Um, you say that now. Right. I do say that now. Who knows? He could, like, slink under a door. Or you just see, like, this right. mist of smoke coming under the door. Jimmy's here. Jimmy. Uh, and I want to thank Fatma Salem uh, for coming in tonight, rescuing us. And uh, happy holidays, everybody out there. As always, love to give thanks to this station who gives us this platform every week for all these years. So thank you very much, everybody here at 95.3. Don't forget, we're going to be moving down to Canal Street Taking over the bus station. Ooh, taking over the bus station. What do you think of that, John? I didn't know that. Fantastic. Love the location right by Channel 9. Mm-hmm. Actually, I guess. Whole community say, of broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure they'll show. accept us. Opening show over there. Music by artists writing songs on a bus. Because there's the, the 30s on through the 70s, 80s. People have been on a bus. They've wrote the song, whether it's the tour bus, the traveling bus, the I'm poor and it's the oh, only yeah. way I can get their bus. We're, we're our first show out of that station and location should be all bus related songs and uh, the trials that come from traveling on right. the bus. Right. Because uh, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of good stories. Absolutely. Trains yeah. and trains and buses. I mean, it's that, uh, you know. That's a bucket list. I want to go to Baton Rouge waiting for a train. Yeah. John, you were, and this isn't a joke. You grew up way, uh, way, way high up in Maine uh, just before the Canadian border. And I'm sorry. Who was the guy that you loved? Like, because your mother, <clears throat> give me a little, and I'm asking this because I, I just don't have anybody on the show. John is like one of my musical influences. John has introduced music over the last 30 years to me. So many different music. He would, before uh, CDs came out, you had cassettes in your, in your college, like bounds and bounds of cassettes. And then those were transferred to bounds the and bootlegger. bounds of CDs, not even bootlegging, man. Uh, you just studio store, but I'd be, well, yeah, my right. mother used to drive me when I was 11 years old. There'd be something coming out. My mother would drive me to strawberries in Manchester all, all the, the way, way down. from Pembroke. Yeah. When I was in Maine, it was, I mean, let's yes. talk about Maine. Where, where, where <laughs> you were in Jackman, Maine. You grew up in Jackman, Maine, Jackman, Maine, Canadian right. border. Yeah. Right. Uh, and where would you get music? I mean, you'd you'd adopt you'd you'd suffer through what your parents played uh, to a great extent, which is things that you would be miserable listening to. Then it would grow on you a little bit, and then when you turn thirty-five, you'd love it to death, like Kenny Rogers or uh, Willie Nelson and Waylon oh, Jennings. Yeah. Waylon Jennings was uh, you know you'd tolerate it as a child, and then when you hear it again when you're forty years old, thirty years old, it's like oh boy, okay. But I remember sitting home. I fell in love with the music my mom was playing. My dad was not a big music guy, whatever. And he was busy, cool, whatever, fine. My mom played a lot of music in the house. Like I loved what? it from the first time I heard like it. Like what? Like uh, like James Taylor, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh. Uh, Your Jim mom was Proche. listening to CCR. That's oh, yeah. great. And uh, it was it was like a thing. And then it branched out to like Zeppelin and Skinnerd and, you know, standards. But like that whole era just took me by a storm and i loved it from the instant i heard it and like people talk about 80s music i should be like the 80s kid i was born in 78 i could barely tell you anything and i i I dislike a lot of the music that came out in the 80s not my thing i don't blame you uh i mean some of the hair bands wrote some great love ballads uh the rock and roll mr big anyway um john this song 
I remember this song, absolutely. I remember you love this song, Sold don't you? my soul. You know. The company no. <laughs> yeah, oh, I thought you were... I did. No, no, no. This was a big one when I was... I thought, yeah, t- I thought Tennessee was one for of your... For sure. Tennessee was a big thing when I was... I, this hit home for me a little bit. Before I ever had a job in my life, this hit home for me for some reason. Again, projecting about the, the life of labor that I had ahead of me. So, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Again, even if you didn't experience it, you'd project the experience on you saying this is what i will hate when i'm older and you know it's interesting uh and i i say this not from direct personal experience but my ex my ex-wife uh grew up in northern new hampshire right near the canadian border and there's a very real if you stay in the area your job choice is very limited so your life path then becomes very limited and it's not a bad thing in any way but when you're in one of those areas that's a little more rural, you either have to move out to create more opportunities for you and more experiences with music and everything else, or you you stay and you sell yourself to the company store. And Without a doubt. You you're a logging, you're a hunting guide, you're a fishing guide, you're a snowmobile guide, you're, right. yeah, absolutely, yep. or you're renting equipment to those people that like to come visit right. and John? get a taste of your day-to-day life. Yeah. Thoughts. Adam Ant, let's just make a little impromptu promo playing at Tupelo on April 2nd. Adam Ant, I just texted my brother tonight. We're going to be going to Adam Ant on April 2nd. Tupelo Music Hall. Excellent. One of my heroes of 1970s and early 80s. Ant Music, baby. You're an Tupelo. I like that. It's wild that you play this (laughs) because I sent it to him about. 20 minutes ago. Oh, perfect. Who did you send it to? My Who brother. Did... Oh, really? Yes. Yep. Just don't found drink, out he was don't playing. Don't smoke. What do you do? Don't drink. Don't smoke. This is Adam Ant, not to be confused with Adam and the Ants. This is when he went solo. Yep. Yeah. For all those you okay, keeping well, a score out there. Thank you for yeah, the correction. I would have you know, been wrong on that. Before you start flipping through the albums. Yeah, well, no. Um, <laughs> so, all right, flipping through the albums, you were a cassette guy. Robbie, tell me because, you know, you guys have a long history of friendship here. What was the wall of cassettes like that he was walking into? Are we talking like 20, 30, 40, or are we talking hundreds? Oh, over a thousand, hands down. <laughs> on cassettes, are you yeah. kidding? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. That's, that's what every dime I ever... Really? Yeah. So it was like a wall uh, of cassettes. Snuck, stole, or earned would be going to cassettes. Absolutely, wow. 100%. Wow. Oh, yeah, I, I, everything. And I, if that was actually worth something today. And then I'd have to rebuild it all with CDs when CDs came out. Yep, yeah, And yep, now yep. I just do it on the spot of... Playlist for ten dollars a month, right, but like we boy, all do. oh boy, yeah, like we all do. Crazy. I didn't know that playlist. was coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wish I didn't spend my retirement on that, <laughs> knowing that Spotify was on the way or Pandora. But you know what? I mean, not for nothing. That's how you support your musicians that you like, right? You go out, you buy their album, you buy their merchandise, you go see them live. That's the most important part, and you invest in that and. And yeah, you know, that's that's money you earn to go see somebody that you like or something that you're interested in. But it's kind of a cycle of life and it's it's quality live entertainment. You and, got that right. And there's only, you know, so many venues and avenues for that anymore. Yeah, Granite State of Mind, everybody here, 95.3 FM, WMNH, Manchester's only downtown radio station. We are live in studio, everybody, and I mean live, live, man. And uh, we got Paulie Stone right here and my good buddy, John Durris. John is uh, he's a great guy to talk to about music through the years. And uh, we are here, and I want to thank Fatma Salem for coming in. Next week, who do we have, Paul? Uh, I believe we have a couple of good friends of mine. We've got uh, Joe Massinio coming in with Matt Goodness. 
and uh, really good friends of mine that started kind of doing a thing together, and they're really good, and I'm excited for that. And then I believe you told me what Scotty Scotty's coming in for the second half of that to hang out for a while. Scotty Cloutier. Yeah, uh, Scotty Cloutier, and uh, you know he does a lot of music locally here in Manchester, and does an open mic down at the Shaskeen and runs sound over there. He's hell, heck of a nice guy. But yeah, so uh, we're gonna have a room full of friends next week, and that'll that'll be a good time. Well, that'll I be love a good time. Well, I love it right here. I'll tell you, we got a three minutes left. We're gonna play a little Zvon right here, dedicated for Johnny Duris, and then we're gonna play your tune, getting out of here. All right. Don't forget about it. Thank you, Fatma. Thank you, Paulie. Thank you, John. I want to remind everybody, it's Friday night in Manchester. God dang, man. Don't drive drunk. Don't get in any fist fights. God dang, Manchester, lay off that needle. You're too, too damn, damn good, good for it. Wait.